This is the Shetland Show. I feel really good now. Three. Keep drinking that energy. Yes. <laughs> Whatever you do, you have one thing that's unique. You have the ability to make up. When things get tough, this is what you should do. Microphone check. One, two, one, two. Make Microphone check. One, two, one, two. I hope they get it. I'm sick of explaining history. I'm rolling with a circle of winners. We claim the victories. Yeah, come on. It's about to be the realest shit you ever heard. We're in a transitional world right now. Yeah, it's just basically going for it. And um, sometimes you don't know, think about getting hurt or slamming, but you know it happens. It's skateboarding. It's you know, it happens game, every day. Yeah. People are worried about skateboarding and the skate state of the industry. Yeah. The truth is, we are the industry. Yeah. Skateboarders are the industry. Experience, I guess, just because there's like I've never seen like that many skaters in one place. Just like it's like we take over the streets. What's up, guys? We're back. It's the Shetler Show. Um, man, the last podcast we did was wild. It was with Jordan Dompierre, Eric Trahan, and Scoot. I hope you guys listened to that. Basically, Jordan Dompierre is Nick Dompierre's brother, and he tells the story about how he lost his pinky. He no longer has a pinky. Did you see that on my Instagram? No. All right. Well, when you look on my... I'm going to pull it up right now. But, uh, yeah, today's uh, commercials is for Solstice Skate Shop in New Bedford, Mass. Uh, you been there? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's Rad Shop. So today we got Conrad Furler with us. Say what up. What's up? Conrad's my good homie. We'll get into it uh, in a minute after the commercials. But, uh, yeah, first sponsor, Solstice Skate Shop, New Bedford, Mass. They have a great scene. Uh, JV has been keeping it going for about 18 years now. I mean... You know, as anyone, about a skate shop, it's like you're not getting rich off a skate shop. you got to really love it, and you got to build the scene and maintain it. And JV has done a great job and continues to, and skateboarding, he's spreading skateboarding to people's lives. He, he's one of the reasons why I'm professional, like a professional skateboarder, and I've gotten to travel and see, you know, kangaroos and shit like that. It was because that dude showed me what skateboarding was about. He showed me healthy, passionate people that were just stoked, and he invited me into that world. And Solstice Skate Shop is epic. So if you're ever in the New Bedford area, stop by, check it out. Go say hi to Jay or whoever's working, Billy, uh, Goonan, Andrew, Angry Andrew. What's up, Andrew? And, uh, yeah, Solstice is sick. And then I think that's it for commercials today. Was there something? All I Need, obviously. Uh, All I Need Skate.com. All I Need Skate on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, yeah, check it out. Uh, skateboards and apparels and... I mean, I started All I Need um, pretty much after World Industries decided they didn't want to support skateboarding anymore. So I just took the money that I earned from them and put it into skateboarding because it's all I need. So I just I focus on skating and I just keep it going. And now we're going to Cali in December and we've just been working real hard to put every dollar we make, every skateboard, every beanie, every t-shirt, every sticker that sells, we put it right back into skateboarding, throwing events and just doing all types of cool stuff, man. And uh making videos and just trying to like keep creating so all i need is solstice and then also i just want to shout out the new england am as well that's november 22nd at skater's edge it's the first of the kind first of its kind on the east coast it's a massive contest that's gonna be rad yeah it's i'm really excited uh if you're on instagram follow at new england am on instagram and it has all the details uh guest pro judges all east coast judges man homegrown east coast judges donnie barley brandon westgate nick don pierre all live here and all were 
all started out here. New Bedford, Rhode Island, and I think Groton. Donnie's from Groton. New Bedford is uh, Nick, and Westgate's from Carver, Wareham area. So they're all from here, and they're going to be the judges. And uh, we got a 14 and under division open to anyone, the public. Um, we got a 15 and over division open to the public as well. Uh, and then we have a Shake Shack Skate Shop Invite Contest. Um, it's which, going to be out of control. Yeah, we've invited. There, there is some talent. Yes, there is some definitely some serious talent Seriously. for the uh, skate shop invite, and I'm actually super stoked to see what these kids can do. Yeah, it, I mean, just today was amazing. We'll get into it. Today was amazing. We had a big event today, but um, yeah, New England Am is going to be crazy. Each team, we got over 13 shops in this contest from New England, all coming together under one roof for a huge fucking blowout. So yeah, November 22nd at New England Am on Instagram. It's uh, going to be epic. And, uh, yeah, let's get into it. Conrad. So, um, Conrad's my homie. Me and him are Bert and Ernie, for sure. Hey, Bert. Yep. We just rolled around, doing whatever we got to do, chasing dreams, making shit happen. Mm-hmm. Con- uh, I kind of want to uh, get into how you got into surfing. Like, because uh, Conrad took me and my lady out um, <laughs> surfing. He, he gave us, like, free surf lessons. He normally teaches them and gets paid to do it, but since we're friends, he hooked it up. You guys did good. Your your, uh, your lady was killing it. Yeah, Tara's nice. <laughs> she's really good. She has, like, a natural, right? Yeah, she stood up and was turning right away. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> so how did, how did you... Like, I can tell you how I got into skating. How did uh, you get, get into surfing? Let's uh, see. I uh, moved to Narragansett from Warwick, and, well, shit, you live near Narragansett, you go surfing, you go to the beach every day. I'm learning this, because I and, didn't know this. I mean, I'm from Massachusetts, I don't yeah, know nothing about Narragansett. I'm really, really spoiled to living in Narragansett. Here. There's waves all the time. Uh, it's kind of like it's a cool surf skate scene that, that doesn't exist everywhere. How uh, old were you when you first stepped on your first surfboard? Ten. Ten years old. Ten years old. My, actually, my very first surfboard was like a... A Hobie that I got for a hundred bucks had no leash. It was from the sixties. I got it because a guy knocked out his front teeth with it because it was so heavy. Sick. So here I am. I'm like this nine, ten year old kid dragging down a hundred pound board down the beach, surfing on that, and then uh, eventually traded that to my neighbor. We got a Peter Pan slug. He's like a local surf I've legend. Heard. I've heard. And you then, uh, and then just I've been surfing ever since. What made you want to surf? Like I know you grew up in the area and you saw it around you, but was there any I was specific a, thing? That I was, was like. like a, water creature kid you know like i was the kid who screamed at his mom and tried to take me from the beach like i don't want to leave you know that's sick that's just that's just where i belong most of the time i'm such the opposite (laughs) (laughs) i love the beach but i like i'm a city kid you know me (laughs) yeah i like i just i like to stay in the water as much as long as possible uh you know i grew up on boats or grew up at the beach um just surfing every day or boogie boarding or bodyboarding do whatever it was at the beach and then um i don't know uh i could do it uh, you know i couldn't play baseball can't play football how long well, I, I play a little football how long did it take before you realized you were like like how long did it take you to progress at surfing cuz like i've only done uh, it twice so like surfing takes forever to progress cuz one like all right so you go to the skate park and you practice on your your bank ramp your your quarter pipe your half pipe and it doesn't move yeah, you, know, you just sit there until you bleed to death, until you figure out how to do it. Yeah, you surf out the You go out there, you get a wave. And by the time you figure out the wave, it's gone, it's changed, and you got to adapt to it because every wave is different. And which is part of the reason it's awesome. Yeah, because you finally get it, and then it's it's elusive. You're on the hunt for it again. Yeah, yeah, it's you know, fleeting. Like, it's very fleeting. Um, <laughs> you know, so 
it's addicting in that sense. Where like you know, every time you go out there, you're trying to do something cool or see something different, do a new move. But the conditions are dictate everything, really. Yeah, it's crazy because um, I went surfing with Conrad. Um, I believe we went twice now. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, the first time he takes us to, uh, I believe it was Narragansett, and uh, it was me and my lady, and he got us both standing up. There's small waves, and it was like other people were teaching people. It was like the beginner section. Yeah, it's, it was like it's, the kiddie room at yeah, the skate it's park. Perfect though. And then the next time we're in Atlantic <laughs> City, we're in Atlantic City, and this dude's like, "Let's go surfing." And we pull up. A bunch it's of about pros out well, there. we're about to have a storm anyways. The day before we pull up, look at the ocean. First thing Conrad's like, "I gotta go near the water. I gotta go near the water." We just drove hours. How long was the drive? That do you remember? Uh, I don't know. I just remember the maelstrom that we hit like up in New York. The what? The maelstrom of like uh, rain and storm. I don't yeah. know. We had to get to New York, so what probably should have been a five hour journey is probably like an all day adventure. Yeah, we drive all the way there and then we get there, and Conrad's like, We gotta go to the water. We get to the water, it looks like it's just about to storm like crazy. The waves are going every which way. The waves are going like near against it, they all kind of go the same way for a while. Well, that, well, that day, yeah, they, they always go all over the place, but. In Atlantic City, the waves were hitting each other. They were crashing into each other. Yeah, it was a big storm. There was lightning. Um, you know, you couldn't surf because that was too dark anyway. But the next day... Oh, uh, yeah. So the next day we go, and I just sat on the beach because I was so scared. I'm uh, not going to lie, uh, It was fun. You saw me. I was yeah. on the beach the whole time. We were, we were at uh, Atlantic City surfing underneath um, the Trump Hotel or what, the remnants. I don't know. It's kind of cool. It's kind of fucked up. Uh, there's like pieces of metal in the water. There's like a weird yeah. current. I'm like, don't hit the jetty. <laughs> it's about yeah. like poop and soap. <laughs> it's kind of fucked up. But the waves, the waves were fucking killing. Not only that, you, you may not realize that Gessler was out there, Kalani Rob, a bunch of like... These are professional... These are really good pro servers, like, like killing it out there. I had no idea. Really? Yeah, there was some really I was good. watching it all yeah. in all. Yeah, it was like, good. No shit. Yeah, that so, was that was a nice that was a nice bonus for that trade show. Yeah, so basically the first time it was like the kitty room and then the next time I go I literally got he Conrad forced me out past. The, like, I don't like going out past my neck, you know. He forced me out there past the thing. I'm in there amongst all these dudes, and I just feel like I'm going to get a surfboard right. I'm like, thing. don't hit the sheet metal. But yeah. So and then I just I gave up because I'm not a strong swimmer, and I was really intimidated. So I just went and sat on the beach, and I was like watching these dudes fucking wow. kill it. They're well, so cool, man. That's how I feel when uh, like I, we go up to like LES skate park, and I'm just you know doing a Bertelman. <laughs> that's your move. Yeah. That is your classic Bertelman you know, move. Man, I got these kids flying over my head. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> you know, it's, it's alright. I, I grew up in the water. Uh, you know, you can't get good at surfing unless you, you're near the ocean. Because at least here in the, in New England, because the waves come from the weather. And I don't know. You guys know. You guys live in New England. The it changes. <laughs> we have weather. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And it, it comes and goes. Um, so you got you watch the wind, you watch the storm, you see what's coming, and you got to be on it because it might only break, it might only be good for six hours before uh, you know it turns to shit or something goes wrong. Um, so like, I don't know, the, if you live near the ocean, you get it. If you don't, if you have to travel for it, you know, if you have to come from Connecticut to go surf, you're probably gonna miss it. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I've been. I was listening. I listen to the Joe Rogan podcast a lot, and uh, he says on there he always talks about beach cities. How people in beach cities are like 
super chill and relaxed. And he has a theory. He thinks it's because they're near the water and the water's so immense and makes you feel like insignificant. It humbles you and makes people very relaxed. Do you feel that way? Well, there's this thing that's supposed to happen when a wave breaks. I'm not a scientist, so don't. (laughs) I like how you say, I'm I'm not a scientist, guys. I'm not a scientist. So, um. Clearly. They say. (laughs) Me neither. Professor Furlow says. (laughs) Professor Furlow says. When waves break, all right, I think this is true. They release negative ions, which are supposed to make you feel positive. Really? Yeah, that's supposed to happen. So this is scientist talk. That's science. That's some. That's some science shit. You look it up. Well, Google it. Google me wrong. Bitch. Google, Google me wrong. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that, so that's supposed to be true. That's supposed to be true. That's kind of trippy. Yeah, uh, it works for me. Whatever it is, I'm addicted to negative ions. I guess. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that's your fix. Yeah, that is my fix. I do I do agree with that though. Like I look at the ocean, especially and I think he talked about it on his show, he looking at the ocean at night, it's very like intimidating. And to me I'm really intimidated by the ocean. Like when I I feel like if I was stranded out in the ocean with no land in sight, that's I would freak scary. out. Yeah, well, yeah, no, that's normal. That's fucking scary. Yeah. yeah. Well, the ocean, everyone's the ocean I always say this during my lessons, especially like because I I teach surf lessons, I've been doing that forever because How long? When did you since it's been a long time? Uh, fourteen years. Shit. Holy get cow. old. You've been teaching surf lessons for fourteen yeah, years. Yeah, I guess I guess I have. Good. Hey, dude, that's a good that's a good gig. Nice little hustle. You can't outsource surf lessons, you know, you can't make that shit in China. Yeah, hey, you know? sure, sure. Hey, people still want to go surfing. Tourists yeah. come every year. Anyway. I always tell these people because you got these guys who never surfed before and they have, they they don't have a comfort level ability with the ocean. Like they're not used to the the sea. You know, they just think of it as a pool. You're talking about me right now. Just say my name. Yeah, yeah okay. So just say Shetland. Shetland's in the water. No, 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 no. But in just general, they just it, it, you got to realize that, like the ocean is constantly moving. It just doesn't give a shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you may be having a good time or you may be tired. You may be resting and you'll be thinking about something else. But while you're thinking about something else, the ocean is trying to fuck you up. Yeah. So like you just kind of... I feel that. You, know, you, you just kind of like... So I always tell people, you know, uh, never turn your back on the ocean, you know. Uh, just be aware of it all the time, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I don't take go it with it. Go I, with the flow. I don't take it for granted at all. Yeah. When that night, day in Atlantic <laughs> City, when you got me in there with all the pros, apparently I had no idea they were pros. I could tell when I watched them. I'm like, these dudes are amazing. But I was very intimidated. And I did not take it for granted. I think things are going to bite me. I feel like they can. They don't me. usually. They don't. They're all right. So good. before we keep going, well, go uh, ahead, yeah. let's do a little plug right now. If people out there live in the New England area, um, the Narragansett, Wakefield, like surrounding areas, and they want to take a surf lesson with you, how would they be able to get? Uh, you just call up Narragansett Surf and Skate and just ask for me. Ask for Conrad. Uh, me and this, we got. Shit, in the high summer, we have like 30 surf instructors. We teach over 200 people a day as it's, you know, it, it cranks. Yeah, and you guys it do crank, a great cranks. job. Doing, well, lady Peter, lady. Peter Pan's the owner of the store, and he's been doing it. He's had a, I think he's had a surf school since the 60s. Wow. Um, and, he, you know, back when nobody surfed, yeah, you know, back yeah, when yeah. he surfed alone, it, those days are long gone. But, um, you know, every summer we we do everything, and we do it right through the winter too. Yeah, not not to rub uh, Conrad's nuts too much, but uh, <laughs> he uh, is a good surfer man, and I, like 
Uh, let's get into it. You're a bigger dude. Let's let's call a spade a spade. Yeah, I, you're you're a bigger dude. I, I'm most likely the largest guy on a shortboard in the water. Yeah. So to me, when you were talking about like, surfing, well, call me Kung Fu Panda if that makes any sense. <laughs> to you. You're a little bit shaped like <laughs> classic, classic. So when I when I met you, you were telling me about your surfing and you took me for the lessons and I could tell you know what you're doing, but like I still couldn't quite picture you on a surfboard like <laughs> shredding. But I saw your Bertelman, so I knew you knew you meant business. So. <laughs> He has a mean Bertelman. And uh, when we went to Atlantic City, man, I literally was like, God damn, the dude fucking shreds. I don't even know if that's a term in surfing. Yeah, shred. Yeah, you shred. Shrapping. Shrapping. Overshrapped. Over, no. You did overshrapped. Overshrapped, over, yeah. That day, remember, you yeah, came in and yeah. I was like, I saw you eat yeah. it. <laughs> I almost got raped by, by my surfboard. Yeah. Uh, that was definitely an overshrapping. <laughs> So he shreds on the surfboard, and he taught me and my lady how to surf, like, you know, I mean, the most she can do in a couple hours. But he showed us the basics. You got up. You turned. Yeah, yeah. You got me up. I rode that thing all the way to the sand. My lady was enjoyed it. He's really good at teaching lessons. I didn't feel pressured. Taught me the basics, and really awesome. So if you want to reach him, Narragansett Surf and Skate, um, just Google that. Look up the number. Hit him up. Ask for Conroy. uh, Conroy, I'm sorry. Conrad. And, uh, yeah, get it in. All right, moving along. You're also a rep. I am. So when you started surfing, how did surfing did surfing lead to rep to repping? Oh well, yeah. So uh, I went to school at URI. I had a degree in economics. Um, How's that working out? Good. I'm still using it. All right. So uh, business degree. Um, a lot of people like finish school or got their degrees and like well, they you don't know what fucking I did? Well, use it for nothing. No, I use my degree all the time. That's Are you awesome. kidding me? Um, I, that's, I, I do a lot of brands over a large area. What are your brands are you doing right now? So let's start with. Uh, I was I, trying to tell Matt today. I, I was like, he asked me. I was like, I do like a shit ton of brands. Um, but you, you have to. New England's funny because it's, it's it's seasonal. Uh, you know, it's it's a surf, snow, skate community. You, know, you got to do a bunch of different things. It's anyway, fun, so yeah. I do. Uh, if you can do it. You can do it. I know? do House of Marley, which is epic. It's rad I gave shit. them a plug in the last podcast. We're actually using House of Marley uh, headphones as we do this. Yeah, podcast. right now. I actually the last podcast I gave them a shout out too, and we talked about how awesome they're epic. And uh, they're sponsoring the New England Am, and they also hooked me up with a lot of cool stuff for the podcast and just in general. So House of Marley uh, at House of Marley so, on Instagram. So I, that's rad shit. Uh, apparently, I work for the Marley family. I haven't met all of them. I met a, like uh, Ziggy and all yeah, yeah, they all got a piece of it. I met uh, I don't know. He's probably gonna get me. one of the one of the Marleys. There's a bunch of them. There's like I don't know, Joe, Gary, Pablo, whatever. <laughs> there's a, there's a, I met one of them. It was cool. But uh, so I work for House of Marley. I do uh, such a cool brand. Monument snowboards. Right? I do uh, Carver skateboards, which yeah. is more like a surf skateboard thing. I do uh, Hyperflex wetsuits. I do. You said you do pretty good business. Yeah, with wetsuits. Yeah. shit. Those um, are pretty rad. That's a company, an East Coast company too, which is rad. In the surf world, which is dominated by Hawaii and California, uh, to have an East Coast surf brand is is pretty fucking cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I just picked up Vox Footwear. Yeah, man. That was just a couple of days ago, so uh, which is cool. I'm excited to start working with them. It's a good start, and I really like Vox. They have some shredders, man. If I, you look at their team, it's like heavy skate, and they support it fully, so that's really rad. I do Hobie eyewear, Under Armour eyewear. You hooked me up with some glasses, and those were awesome. Where else do I do? Any other brands? Under Armour, you said? Yeah, I do Under Armour What eyewear. do you do for eyewear? Sunglasses, yeah. And their goggle program, wherever that drops, that's going to be the shit. Sick. Um... So how did you get from surfing? You what you were surfing and how okay, you so, so anyway, as well. I graduated college. 
right into the fucking recession. Oh, I, I worked for Budweiser, and they, they, they got sold. That's like the most fucking American company going. And it gets sold, and we all lose our job. Where do they get sold to? Yeah. Uh, the Dutch or the Belgians or whoever they are. Yeah, all the beer companies that. are all owned by one company these days. It's like yeah. Coors and Miller are the same company now. Yeah, that, That's the truth. You can Google that one. Um, You're gonna have to do a lot of googling on this podcast today. Google me wrong, because <laughs> we don't. We're not professors, and we just like to say stuff. So you gotta follow up and let us know. Yeah, <laughs> which is fine. <laughs> um, anyway, so I worked for this company. Um, they got sold. I worked for another company. They got sold. I worked for a bunch of different people, uh, and they all got sold. And I said, "This, this sucks." Yeah. You know, this was like two thousand. This was like two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Things start to turn to shit, um, and I realized I was making more money off of surf lessons than um, doing these shit cubicle jobs, where you know I'm the man I hate. Yeah, the you man, know? the man. Yeah. Working. I, I was working like, for the man. I didn't like working for the man. Surf lessons, you can kind of dictate your schedule and kind of yeah. work with the people well, on the schedule. Well, also, um, when you do a surf lesson, now this is this is the truth. I take people who've never been in the water before or never surfed before, and they have no idea what they're doing. And that, that's cool. And this, when they stand up and finally catch a wave, the smile on their freaking face just nah, it makes me happy. You You're potentially like, giving them a lifetime of joy. Yeah. Because yeah. skateboarding for me is like that. And yeah, every time yeah. I teach a kid like most, how to enjoy most it. Most of the times they quit, which is cool. But they, that moment, they get their photo, they get them surfing, and they're happy. And uh, it's even better when I teach like a little kid. And then I see him three years later. He's like, sh- like sh- yes, shredding. Yes. Like, oh, no, I created a monster. <laughs> oh, no. He's going to take all my waves now. <laughs> <laughs> it is heavy uh, bastard. <laughs> um, but like that... I, it's cool to bring that kind of enjoyment to um, the people, you know. Dude, that's that's to be able to like put your life into something and to be able to share that on a constant level, like have people pay you for that. Yeah, is awesome, <laughs> and it's much better than a cubicle job. Yeah. So, plus, uh, uh, I remember my last day. You were working at Budweiser, though. No, that, that I did work at Budweiser. Like repping or just working? No, no, no. Nine to five. So. um... I had one of the most epic jobs of all time. You were a beer taster? No, almost. Yes. <laughs> I was a beer spy for Budweiser. You're lying. Bullshit. Now, so here's my job. I got $18, $18 an hour, a $3,000 weekend credit card. Wow. It was my job to go to the bar. Mind you, I was like 24, 25. Perfect age for this. Yeah, that was... It was a, Perfect it age to become an alcoholic. It was fucking epic anyway. Perfect yeah, it was. Well, I'm glad I don't do it anymore because the job is unsustainable. Be, be honest with it. Yeah. But, but besides that, at the time, reasons. it was unreal. And if I never had a Bud Light again, I'd be fucking okay with that. <laughs> I drink so much Bud Light, that's disgusting. Yeah. But anyway, so my job is to go out to the bar. Uh, and I have a three thousand dollar week, week uh, credit card. This Budweiser card. You're the plant. Uh, you they my, my, plant you in there? Yeah, kind of. And they don't know where I work for Budweiser. I go out. I had um, a couple of the girls working with me. Um, we'd go out. They're not like Budweiser. It wasn't like like big boob Budweiser girls. We were like more of like a, we would we were doing research. You know, so homely looking. No, they were good looking girls. Oh, okay. But they weren't. But I mean, it wasn't like the Budweiser cheerleader girl that you see. Was you would shots. expect. Yeah. So they were they were more conservative. Um, so we go out to the bar. And uh, my job was to basically be like your friend, to talk to people, not tell you work for Bud- Budweiser, buy everybody rounds of beer Budweiser, take pictures, and do a marketing report uh, every night in the morning about what we saw at the bar, uh, upcoming trends, what people were drinking. This is not a cubicle job. No, this job was epic. This is way epic. It, it was epic. <laughs> it, it basically turned into... 
Uh, because people figure out after a while, like, yeah, why is, like every time this guy Conrad's comes here, back. everybody drinks beer. <laughs> Budweiser, so, but you know, at the end of it, we all had everybody was drinking on the Budweiser tab. It was, it was pretty awesome. So, thank stuff. you, Budweiser, okay. before um, the internationals took you. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Money is the yeah. So I was a beer spy. That was um, that was my job. Was that in the job description? Beer spy. Actually, I got the job on Craigslist, and it goes, "Do you, you like beer?" And you are. No, it goes, "Do you like beer?" And are you outgoing? And I responded, "Yes." Man, <laughs> if I had to describe you to someone, those would be the yeah. first two but things. To be honest with you, I mean, just like in all you know things that really happen, how you get the epic job. I applied for the job, and just by chance, the guy knew I was from something from college. Oh, so really? like you know, it's just, wow. that's. Let's be real. Come on. Nobody gets this job unless you know somebody. Hey, but, that was, hey. but it was an unbelievable job. Unbelievable job at the time. But uns- unsustainable. Um, Does this lead to repping? Yeah, oh, that's the whole freaking point. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, Not beer repping. But an- it, it, anyway, people usually get excited at the beer store. You know? Yeah, that's an awesome story. That's a, I'm going to be looking on Craigslist tomorrow. So I'm doing odd jobs. I'm doing whatever I can. I, I, you know, I do some sales jobs. I sold insurance for a while. That sucked. <laughs> Can't you. Dude, I, I, hey, dude, I read, it taught me how to run a 1099 business repping. So I know yeah. you could do it, but, but I can't it. Sucks. It was yeah. so concerned. Like I had to like really talk to people about serious shit. You have to dress up. Yeah, I had to wear a suit and tie every day. I had to go to like these social gatherings where all the real estate agents sit around and like rub each other's. Yeah, it's gross. Have yeah. you seen that movie? Uh, what's that movie? Annette Bening. Um, Kevin Spacey. Sounds sick. No. I like him. He kills it. Whatever it is. Anyway, whatever. It, anyway. It, it sucked. Yeah. A bunch of overachievers. Oh, God. Like, the, the people, when yeah. people that, like smelled their own farts. like, oh, yeah, I'm off. <laughs> you know, it's too much. You don't want to hang out with No, it was right. too much. I hated it. I hated everybody. had like weird comb-overs and shit. I oh, myself God. hanging out in like Cranston and Providence. And, You're like, cornflower blue tie today. Oh, <laughs> sucks. Office space. Sucks so bad. So I have to file TPS reports for so long. <laughs> Making... <laughs> <laughs> Making more money doing side lessons. Um, Lundberg fucked her. <laughs> Such a good movie. I um, I ended up starting with Anarchy Sunglasses, which was out of uh, they're out, actually they were actually out of Smithfield, Rhode Island. They're part of Forest. Wow, I didn't know that. And um, I've heard that they've been. It was just like, yeah, it was cool. I started with them. That was my first job, uh, repping. On the side, because when you first start repping, you have like one little tiny brand. You don't make shit. Yeah, you gotta build a clientele. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I had to start somewhere. I've been doing that. I'm on year six now. Wow, with Anarchy? No, Anarchy. I don't do Anarchy anymore. Oh, okay, okay. Just repping for reps. You know, brands come and go. Sometimes the big ones stay forever, but brands come and go. Yeah, you gotta keep just plugging away. Uh, But that was my starter brand. It got me going. Uh, In fact, when I uh, when I left them. uh, I was kind of sad because it was my, it was my, you know, the first brand. But yeah, it, it was, was time for it to go. I have Under Armour now. I'm sorry. That's yeah. That's, that's pretty crazy. You know. I know who they are. Yeah. <laughs> but um, that's like when I stopped riding for Fiber. They were like my my first flow sponsor. You're always gonna have a little bit of love, no yeah. matter what it is. Oh, it's in my heart. Forever. Even if you, you hate it, you're still a little bit of love. They gave me my shot. Yeah. Well, Anarchy got me going. So yeah. Anarchy got me going. I back that. Uh, and not only that, I did that Narragansett beer collab with them, and that was cool. Like so, cool. we did some cool things. What did you do? Some shit? sunglasses. Yeah. Wow. Sold a sh- shit ton of them. Yeah. Um, Narragansett. So, uh, you know, as you start repping, you start getting more brands and bigger territory, more and more shops, working with different people, and you start getting better brands and. 
you start fine-tuning your business and you start doing a better job. And I've come from, you know, I had to build it from the ground up. I never got, like, the mega brand on day one. I always, I had a, I, I'm, more of a I'm more of a builder. I build brands. I find brands, I build them. Yeah, You know, absolutely. that's I'm good at it. I like it. It's fun. Yeah, um, absolutely. So, yeah, a, that's where I'm at now. That's awesome, man. From from Budweiser to that, so because you did the Budweiser job, that gave you what gave you the idea about repping them. What was the like? Did you just go this? Well, no, job? See, I had done sales, so I had done sales. Oh, so, you had experience. so I did insurance and sales. All right, it's not your financial advisor; he's a salesman. Um, you know, and I sold the Wi-Fi internet systems to skyscrapers in New York. That was screwy. What so I, yeah, so I, so I've done all these freaking jobs. I've done all kinds of different things. So I was so the, the day the stock market crashed. And uh, it was 2008, whatever it was. It was a shitty, shitty day. Yeah, and New York City was my territory. People. Yeah. So I'm sitting in my cubicle eating my, eating my Twinkies. And Which job is this? This is, uh, I went to Tower Stream at the time. Oh, too. yeah. But, but they were cool guys. Great starter job. Thank you, Tower Stream. Uh, good job out of college. Just not my type of thing. So I'm sitting here typing away in this my cubicle. This is your cubicle job. And the stock market crashes. <laughs> and my job is to call IT directors for banks. So... I'm calling these guys in 2008. They're losing their jobs as I'm calling them. And their world's crashing. They're crashing. And you're like, hey, you want to buy something? Yeah. So th- that's how I got into repping. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just, I got so sick of selling crap I didn't like. And I'd rather sell you something I like. So I surf, I skate, I snowboard. I love these things, you yeah. know? Hi. So I, I'm I'm here. I'm selling. Uh, yes, I am selling a product to a store or a consumer or whatever it is. But I'm really just selling stoke. You know what I mean? Like, I actually like it. You know what yeah, I mean? Absolutely. It's, I'd rather do that than have to, like, come into work every day and, you know, get the car dealership and tell you how much I love Toyotas, you know? It's just not me. It's not true. I just, I'd rather, you know... Get you on a skateboard, see a skateboard. I'd love to see you in the water surfing, you know, you know, snowboard, whatever it is that, like, puts a smile on your face. If I can be a part of that, that's fucking cool. I think I think having you as a rep for these brands, I mean, keep in mind, too, I've gone out repping with Conrad, like, with All <laughs> I Need and other brands. And we went out, and Conrad, he won't bullshit you, man. He's a straightforward shooter. We went in, we skated with the people, we hung out with them. We've done multiple jams just for areas and skate shops, and, like, we just keep building, and it's like, I think that's the way to do it. Big guys, little guys, it, it really don't matter, it's just as long as, you know, you're getting out there and, you know. The people selling the stuff should actually do it, should skate and actually surf and actually yes. know the lifestyle yes. and yes, understand they, it. Yes, they should. they should. Have, they should have their heart invested. Yeah. How, how else are you going to sell a product if you don't really care about it? You're not. Not the product, but the lifestyle. You're not. Like a surf brand Listen, or a skate I, I, brand. I've always said this a, 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 a thousand times, and, and you can agree with me or disagree with me. Um, I disagree right now. Yeah. Just kidding. Surf, skate, and snowboard, we've always been counterculture. We always will be counterculture. And if you're cool, you're not cool. Absolutely. You know, it's just like you got to surf, you got to skate, you, gotta, you know, you got to snowboard, you got to do these things. You got to really like it. You can't just be trying to extract dollars out of it because that, that, that ain't going to work. You got to you got to give back to it. You know? Yeah, that's absolutely. So, that's so freaking cliche. Everybody says that. But it's it the needs, truth. It's that's the truth. It needs to be said, man. Absolutely. Um, let's get into that. Today was awesome. Yeah, that what was, was today all about. So today was. Um, Today, we were having a fundraiser for Old Mountain Field. Skate Park's awesome. Also known as the OMF. OMF is sick. If you're um, ever in... Is it Wakefield or Narragansett? Wakefield, Rhode Island. So Wakefield and Narragansett, they're like sister towns, brother-sister. Narragansett is like uh, surfy, uh, nice uh, waves, but unfortunately, uh, a lot of the house has been bought up by 
Wall Streeters, and they're kind of kind of fucking things up. But that's a whole other story. And Wakefield is more like the middle class uh, town right next door that has the skate park. Yeah. You know, and I, I'm, I'm from both. I'm from Narragansett. Well, I'm from Warwick. I'm from Narragansett. And now I live in Wakefield. You, they, literally, like, you literally live like a two-minute drive in the skate park. Yeah. Blast, maybe. Yeah, I was, 30 like, seconds. I was like, whoa, we're here. Yeah, and two minutes from the beach. Yeah. Two minutes from the beach, 30 seconds in the skate park. And... Fifteen minutes to Yagu, which Life. is like a little a little tiny mountain with two dollar beers. So Life is good. I got everything I need right here in South Ken. <laughs> actually I love where I live. But um where were we? I forgot. OMF. Oh, so the OMF fundraiser was today. Um at, at any given day, let's go like a Wednesday, uh at oh. like um like a Wednesday at uh, you know, three o'clock in the afternoon, there'll be forty 40, 50 skateboarders there. And you look at this giant football stadium, a giant baseball stadium, tennis court. Everything's empty. Yeah. And it's, it gets neglected. So the we're only reason to- that that shit's filled is if kids were like had to sign up and that adults force kids to get into yeah, it. Or and like, they kind of organized it. Or yeah, yeah, some bullshit. Instead of just like... It, it's just full of skaters because yeah, they want to go skate to skate park. First off, South County's got a strong skate scene. Uh, I've, I've, I've traveled all over the place. Not every town's got something. There's like you uh, have a great scene. There's, a, it's something different, and there's a lot of surfers. There's a lot of skaters. It's, it's just it's, it's a cool mix. It's a it's a culture, and you, sometimes you can see it in their style too. But um, dude, you definitely can. All those older dudes are definitely surf influenced with their skating. For yeah, they, sure, they can't help it. Yeah, um, even the little kids. It's it's there, but anyway, it was a fundraiser uh, put on by Evan Manzalillo, who's uh, a rad dude. Yeah, Evan. Um, Evan shreds shreds for the all shops. I need, all I need flow. Watching him grow since he's like, I think he's been skating since he was like six. Yeah. It's funny he gets bigger every year. Anyway, uh, he's he spearheaded it. He's got a committee going, raising money for it, and it's happening. You yeah. know, he went to the town. Uh, in fact, when we're done with this, we're going to go over to. Um, uh, another fundraiser to re- keep raising money for it. Awesome, yeah. So, uh, OMF Skate Park fundraiser. Google OMF Skate Park fundraiser. Old Mountain Field. Old Mountain Field. Uh, and uh, donate, you know. It's a prefab park, but they rebuilt it and added stuff to it. So, it's so rad. It's like really cool. And if they expand it and fix some of the cracks, it's going to be even better. It's going to be ridiculous. Yeah, it's fun. You know, it's, it's, not the, it's not the nicest park, but it's uh, it's our park. Yeah. You know, I, when I was a kid, there was no place to skate. You know, so I, I wish McDonald's I, curb. Uh, there was like a some kind of born again thing parking lot near my house. Yeah, with with a marble ledge that I couldn't get on. <laughs> I never got good enough to get up that marble ledge. Damn, <laughs> this marble grind. And I had to walk up a huge hill to get there. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I was like, by the time I got to the top of the hill, I was whooped and I couldn't get on that ledge. I'm too tired. <laughs> the legs are done. That's awesome. Yeah, today was awesome. I couldn't. How many people do you think were there? There was a lot of people there. Uh, I had to be at least a hundred and something. Oh yeah, it was over. There was. I think there was at one, one. I think they said there was like a hundred skaters. Yeah, there was a lot. I Not including, and then there was like parents and kids and entourage, uh, bleacher creatures, and there's like haggy sack playing. Yeah, and weird stuff. Yeah, there was going some uh, hula hooping. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Um, I was grilling burgers. I like that you're always on the grill. I got, they always Chef Conrad. They always put me on the grill. <laughs> um, yeah, it's cool though. So it's uh, I'm excited to see what we do uh, and what you built. You know, I'm actually uh, the next step. So Evan do, is doing his thing. I'm going to do my thing. Uh, I'm going to be looking for corporate sponsors from all those brands that are out there. Yep. Then you guys know how to reach me. I, I I'm, I'm out there. All the shops know me. Um, so you know. 
Um, Conrad Furla, you can even we'll, email. We'll put a plaque on there. It's ConradWaves at gmail.com. What's your Instagram? Conrad ate your cookies. Conrad ate your cookies. He ate them. Yeah, Conrad ate your cookies is my Instagram. But yeah, we're going to be looking for, you know, cool companies to give back. It's a ridiculous amount of kids skating. Like, I, that might have been the biggest turnout you've had, you think? Because today, they keep getting better. The last yeah, one was maybe. huge, too. And I was like, they keep coming. I didn't expect it to turn out like that, but. Yeah. You know, well, you know what it is? Like, South County down here is like, uh, there's a lot of surfers. And there were people surfing since the 60s, and they have kids, and their kids have kids. And generally, kids of surfers skate. Yeah. Just, well, down here, you know, maybe not uh, where you guys are, but in a you know, beach community like that. So there's, you know, dads and their granddads skate. You know, they're doing different skate moves. It's not, you know. We did power slide. Tech, yeah, they were, they, were doing their, they were doing their Bertelmans. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> So, That's awesome. So today was a su- success, and I had a blast on that, man. That was so yeah, cool. Those kids were shredding today. Um, so uh, let's let's kind of change it up real quick. Um, I kind of want to just talk about, like, um, what's the worst thing you've had to deal with with, like, repping? What's the worst thing about repping? The most difficult, hardest thing? One Not thing you could change. paid for work. Yeah, that's BS. That sucks. Yeah. That sucks wicked bad. Uh, it happens from time to time. Or brands go under. Brands don't always... Everyone thinks they got some big, hot new brand and they don't make it. Um, and then you do work... Well, we, as repping, we call it, call it selling uh, selling air. So I go out, I get stores to buy stuff and then the company doesn't deliver or... Because everybody outsources so much crap these days, it, uh, China is behind eight months or something. There's always some kind of thing. That's the worst thing that happens in repping. So then you're stuck and you're like, you have yeah. these orders that you can't fulfill or something. Yeah, yeah, that's the worst. That's, so I try to avoid that at all costs. Yeah. But it happens from time to time, different brands. And you just, you learn. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's probably the worst thing. Yeah, that's gnarly. Um, I kind of wanted to talk about um, just just like um, the – how did you get involved with Narragansett Surf and Skate? Because that, that <laughs> shop seems to have like – so speaking – to go back to the OMF thing is like that scene seemed – the skate scene seems supported from that shop. It's, it is. It's like that's the nucleus of why it, there's such it, a good it is the, the call. So it's Narragansett Surf and Skate. It used to be called Gansett Juice and before that – Juice. It was the Watershed. Hell yeah. Which is like – I don't know. If any OGs out here, they'll know the Watershed. That's what it was named before? Well, it was the Watershed in Wakefield. Uh, Peter owned it with Dave Levy, and then that disappeared. The Ted Pan, Peter's son, opened Gansett Juice. And Peter bought the juice back and named it Narragansett Surf and Skate. Gansett Juice is a sweet name, but when tourists come to your town looking for smoothies, it's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're just coming in a skate shop like it's a skate oh, shop. Very We're a skate shop. Don't get me wrong. We are a, we are very much a core skate shop and a giant surf school. Yeah. We're strange hybrid, very surf and skate. You know, it's cool. It's the town we live in. It's a healthy mix. I love it. it. Yeah, it's it, not too surfy, not too skatey. It's it's, it's, re- it's it's definitely a mix. Um, Why don't you guys just start making smoothies? That's the real question. <laughs> you know, it's it's, it's it's some days it could be more profitable. <laughs> no, uh, we believe that to other people. I don't want to make those smoothies. <laughs> Sucks. Not your bag, baby. Um, how did I get that job? All right, so in that transition of my shitty jobs, cubicle jobs, I'm sitting in there insurance jobs. Uh, whatever I was doing at the freaking time, I sat in there, I sat down, uh, Trisha and I, Trisha Pan is the, the shop manager. Did I meet her? She gave us the board? We most likely, yeah. I think she gave us a gator or something? And, like, we're both total nerds, you know what I mean? I, like, I, 
I love sci-fi movies. I like Star you Wars. Do. I love, fucking love that shit. I know that. Like, like, oh yeah, dude. They're like the stupid the shit is, the more I probably like. My girl swears I like sci-fi, but I don't think I do. You, you probably do. But I like future shit. Yeah, I like that shit. So we're sitting there watching Star Wars because <laughs> it's like January, some shit. And I don't know if you've been to a surf shop or a skate shop in January. Not the best month to sell surfboards and skateboards in New England. There's probably a foot of snow on the ground. Yeah, you're... Or that, like, weird New England frozen squirrel sleet shit that's, like, all, like, <laughs> pollution snow. Anyway, whatever that shit is. We're, we're sitting there, and um, she leaves for a second, and I sell a bunch of shit. She just stepped out, and you're like, I got this? Yeah, I got this. I, and I go, Trick, I have a job. I just sold a bunch of shit. She's like, okay. And I've been there ever since. <laughs> the true story. That's how you get a job in this case shop, kids. Just walk in and start selling stuff off the shelf. Yeah, yeah, yeah they'll hire you if you do that. They like that. You got to make sure you give the money to the shop. Though. You can't just be sitting there watching videos. You got to sell some shit. Yeah, that's not an easy job. You got to actually work and handle that. Uh, yeah, so that's how I started with those guys. And um, I don't know. They're like, it's family, you know? Yeah, it seemed very close knit, very um, supportive. Like to build a scene and to keep it growing, like it is, you gotta have like you gotta keep doing events. You gotta inspire people. You gotta like keep. You gotta have positivity because negativity could get people out of skating or surfing. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean, like you gotta. There's gotta be people that are inspired. Like, is who who is it? What who who's keeping the? Is it you? Is no, it a collective? It's, it's is everybody. It? There's it's just a lot. You know, there's just. A lot of kids skateboarding, a lot of people surfing in this community. I mean, look, um, we have the fundraiser today, yeah. right? And the Matunic Surf Association, which is like the old Hodad. Hodad's a surfing term. Uh, Hodad. Uh, what does that mean? Hodad is like, uh, you know, like the old guy in the parking lot with a Hawaiian shirt drinking a beer? Yeah, He's Hodad. Hodad. He's a Hodad. <laughs> Good to know. Anyway, so this is it's like the Retired Surfers Association. Hey, but these guys are awesome. So they gave us 500 bucks. Holy crap! Right, just for for the just day. Just for this, oh, my uh, skate park fundraiser. That's awesome. So yeah, so um, yeah, you know that, that it's everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's cool. People appreciate the lifestyle and they want to keep it going and yeah, build it's it. A, it's a cool South County, which is Rhode Island. South County, Rhode Island. Rhode Island. There's actually really no South County. It's Washington County. But what the fuck is Washington County? You know? Do you guys it's South County? Do you guys actually we call it Dirty South County? Why is that? Just because it's funny. (laughs) Yeah, because it sounds tough. It's funny. Do you guys have a miniman problem because you're the smallest state? Like, do you guys in Rhode Island think they're tough? You know how like little dudes have an ego because they're like, I gotta make up for being. Rhode Island is funny because it's (laughs) you know South County and north of the tower, which is a little tower in like uh, South Kingstown that people in South County don't go past. And you go north of there, it's like, I don't know, Guido Central. Which is sweet for meatballs and ravioli and all that shit I like. Hell yeah. Don't get me wrong. But um, South County, like... You gotta be ready surf, for Surf, skate, like, there's a huge reggae scene down here. Really? Yeah, all, all the big artists come through all the ocean mist down in Materia all the Bunch time. Bunch of glow sticks and... Re- and no, 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 like... Oh, reggae, I'm yeah, sorry. Reggae. I, was thinking, I was thinking rave for some reason. <laughs> glow sticks, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, reggae, House of Reggae. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So that's, I back reggae fully. Yeah, that's, I've never been to a rave. I can't say if I'm, no, like I'm not it a raver. Just like it. Uh, I've been to a rave, but I definitely, I've definitely smoked some weed and listened yeah. to reggae mu- music. Yeah, yeah that, that's that's South County. Classic. Yeah, that's South County. Um, yeah. So the seat, you know, it, it's just it's feeding upon itself, and you know, there's a lot of people that skateboard. It's a lot of people surf. It's a very accepting place. There's people of all walks. You're not going to come to Old Mountain Field and someone's going to hoot and holler and tell you to leave because you're not good at skateboarding. 
Yeah, it's, it might have if you're on a scooter, but that's something different. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I, I like today, I was looking around, and there's so many different styles and different types of skating, and just like little kids that are like got style, and, and I love the strangeness of the area. It's like you have to be somewhat accepting to let, you know what I mean? Like you go to other areas, and it's like almost uniform sports teams. Like there's no, no. Like, acceptance of like, because no. skateboarding is for everyone. I'm a big believer in that. Like, Skateboarding is not just street league. It's not just sports. It's for everybody. It's free for people that like like Ramsey. He's a bigger dude. You're a bigger dude. Like you guys get in. You skate. You have fun. You learn shit. Um, there's dudes that like you look and they're just like outcasts and you're like these people like might be antisocial but they're skating and they're part of the crew and they're in there. Like I love that skateboarding is for everyone and I, and I think that this area is really cool for that. Yeah, it is really cool for that. Um, it, like, it really is like a it's just different down here. It's nice. You know? What's the food spot around here? Uh, Is there anything that's banging? Uh, <laughs> God damn. If I want good food, I'll go north. <laughs> <laughs> north of the towers where the good food's at. So, no, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so like seafood, even to that sort of thing. But like, I'm from a tourist town. What were the people called? Uh, the clam people? Yeah, the clam people. So they wait for hours for their clam cakes. <laughs> They're just standing there. It's like um, like zombies waiting for clam cakes. Whatever. Clam cool. cakes are fucking amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny sitting there. And I was like, they'll have like a dozen clam cakes and they'll wrap them in cheese. Oh. It's disgusting. Oh, I you know, dip them in cheese covered clam cake dipped in tartar sauce. That's fucking disgusting. Yeah, I don't want cheese on my clam cake. I like just clam cake by itself. So, the clam people. <laughs> yeah, they just stand out there, all the tourists. It must yeah. be weird to live in a tourist town. Like, in Narragansett, is a tourist yeah, town. Yeah, it's definitely a tourist town. It, the population, like, it's out of control. You just have an influx of like people you can tell are from out of town. You're like in New York, Connecticut, Massachusetts. Well, well, so here's the deal: if you live north of New York City, it's easier to come to Narragansett Beach and come surfing or go to the beach than it is to Long Island because you got to go through the city and back around. Oh, so okay. all of Connecticut unloads in where we are. Makes sense. Which is cool because it. They need lessons. Gives people, yeah, they gives people jobs. <laughs> yeah, they do know? surf lessons. They surf they, all the restaurants, the bars, how, hop in the summer. How is how is being a surfer on the East Coast? Because like I I, I always wonder if it's like skateboarding. Because in skateboarding, it's like for a long time it was harder to come from the East Coast because there's no industry. Yes. So it's like you're you're yes. definitely outside of it, watching it. And we're definitely different. But it's changing now, like with what we're doing with so, and Am and trying to build a whole industry and scene and connect. But yeah, how so I surf in the winter in 32 degree water. Holy cow. It's cold. Yeah, that's cold to me. Uh, and if a guy in California tells me, oh, I understand cold water, bullshit, he has no idea. <laughs> it doesn't uh, even get, the, it doesn't okay. go below 60. In I now. know the meaning of cold. Put this way, like, I get so cold, my fat gets cold and doesn't warm up. <laughs> All right? That's freaking cold. That is cold. When you're sitting in the water in the middle of January, like I surfed, uh, if, if there's a nor'easter and it's got a name, some gimmicky name, Ronda. Almost guaranteed I'm out surfing. Rhonda. So next time you're sitting outside going, it sucks outside, I'm probably in the water. In the winter. In the middle of winter. So that's different. That doesn't really, I mean, nowhere else in the world does the water go from 32 to 81 in 180 days. Yeah, so we're definitely sense. different than California. We definitely have our, you know, different scene. Yeah. You know? So there's not much industry, though. There's like, you said there was a brand, one brand. Is there a lot of well, surf? No, guys? there's a lot of little small brands. Uh, only wet and wetsuit brand. That's the Hyperflex oh, out of New Jersey. Right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, it gets cold in New Jersey too. Not as cold, but they get blizzards too. 
Yeah. Um, it's East Coast. I go all the way up to Maine, Portland, and those guys, that's cold. Yeah, next level. Yeah, it's real cold. It doesn't actually ever really get warm. <laughs> I, I noticed when we went to Atlantic City, or you had no wetsuit on. Like, is that normal? Like, were you in the winter? Okay, on? so it, yes and no. So it depends where you're from. So I'm used to cold water. I might opt out of a wetsuit. Um, like I said, our water goes from 32 to 81. All right, California doesn't get to 81. It doesn't go to 32. No, hell no. It's like right? 70 years. Like now. so, I in the summer I'm wearing a bathing suit because the water gets hot. Yeah, and then. It goes down to 32. So right now I'm wearing, here in Rhode Island, I'm wearing a 4.3 millimeter wetsuit. No boots, no gloves, no hood, but the boots and gloves and hood can come on any day. And then I switch over to what we call a 6.54 or 5.4, and that's like a 30-pound wetsuit. It's super heavy. What are these sizes? That's the the millimeters of the uh, the neoprene. Okay, okay. And I switch over to that for the the bulk of the winter, and, uh, you know, it's... You can't surf for six hours. You can surf for an hour and a half before you die. Yeah, I can't imagine. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm yeah, so when you're sitting in the water and you're getting kind of dreamy, it's time to get out. It's called hypothermia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're about to die. No, yeah, that's happening. Like, oh, wow, I start thinking of some weird shit. I start listening to a lot of Pink Floyd. Got to get out of the water. <laughs> you ever try surfing with music? Could you do that? Uh, you know, uh, waterproof shit? Uh, no, nah, it gets in my head. I, although I do... Uh, I mean, I listen to CDs to get me pumped up, depending have, on the mood. Have you ever won anything surfing? Any? No, I don't compete. I run a surf contest. I run the Battle of the Beach every year uh, in Narragansett Town Beach. That's for fun. Um, How many surfers go to that? We have like 50 surfers, which is good for wow. the Northeast. And they're all on, like, waiting for waves. Yeah, well, different heats. Kids, like, just like a skate contest. How do you do heats. that? Like, because I never understand it because I'm like... The waves are so inconsistent. Like sometimes you have to wait. Oh well, so that kind. So, uh, running a surf contest is logistically difficult in the Northeast. Yeah. Well, we do get good waves, but it comes and goes. Plus, I got to fight with the town to have it on that one day. They want they want to shake me down, get permits, whatever that crap is. So I run it every my contest uh, is for fun. It's battle the beach. Uh, We run it. Waves or no waves, and if there's no waves, we skateboard in the parking lot and drink beers. Hell yeah! You know I mean, it's, good day either way. You know, we, we keep it, keep it, and if it, you know, and we hold it in September. Uh, and so one of these years it will fire. September is one of the best months for surfing because the hurricanes. So one of these years it will be good. It'll but be every year it was rideable. It was like uh, one to three feet, which is surfable. It's contestable. That's what we got and le- learned, right? One to three feet. One, Me and my girl. Yeah, one, one, one to three feet ish. You're like uh, one <laughs> half a foot. <laughs> <laughs> six to, six inches. Six well. to eight inches. That's nice. Thanks, man. If I took you out in Jersey, and that was like uh, Atlantic City. Yeah, that was like two to six foot. Yeah, yeah. The six foot waves. Yeah, but I didn't surf. Six, I just sat on the wave. Whatever you get out there, a lot of people can't even get out there. I got. A lot, a lot of people are so physically out of shape they just like give up halfway. I could have, <laughs> I could have surfed out there, but I was like. I just was scared of hitting, getting hit by someone. Yeah, well, that's like me uh, skating through a crowd at LES. And I'm, you know, some guy's airing over my head, and I feel like I'm going to take him out. I'm 240 pounds on a skateboard. If I hit you, you're going to fall. Oh, you'll crush him. Yeah. You'll crush him. <laughs> sure. Yeah. But, um, oh, yeah, so your, your contest. Is it annually? Every yeah, year? I run it every year. It's the third Saturday in September every year at Narragansett Town Beach. It's the Battle of the Beach. Um, it's a shit show. It's fun. Uh, How do they sign up? The shop? Yeah, in the morning. Every that morning. Is there an entry fee? Yeah, usually twenty twenty five bucks. I give out good products though. 
Uh, it's growing every year. I'd like to give out cash prizes at some point, but we're getting there. Keep growing. Actually, to be honest with you, what I really like is to have it like uh, it is uh, in the rest of the country where it's easy to have a surf contest, a skate contest, and have a half pipe there right on the beach with live music oh, and food trucks. So, so I'm working on it. It takes a little while. You always get a, you know, there's all the little red tape. So you got to start Every year it's getting bigger and bigger, so keep doing it. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of fun. Um, and it's... You know, something that should exist. Hell yeah. Um, so, I... Oh, that fell over. I, I kind of want to ask you, like, um, do you think you'll ever end up in a cubicle job? <laughs> no. <laughs> you <laughs> no. think that's it? You're no. just, you can't go back to that lifestyle? No, way. I'm, out, I'm out of the cube, man. I, I, what so is your gleam I, in the cube? <laughs> Isn't that a skate movie? I think so. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry for the jo- joke. It was horrible. <laughs> um... You have to pay me a lot of money, that's for sure. I guess that's all. It, it, it would have to be... A, like, I don't mind working at a desk typing away every once in a while. Because I'm on the road all the time. Sometimes I enjoy being home. But I couldn't sit at a cubicle every single day. That sucks. Um, it's like a... Sh- you'd have to, it'd have to be for, like, a major action sport brand, and I'd have to be, like, brand manager. Yeah. You know, you'd pay me a lot to put me back in that fucking cube. Yeah. Um, Otherwise. That, other than that, fuck that. I enjoy being able to go surf when I want to surf. I enjoy being able to get a haircut on a Wednesday whenever I want. Hell yeah. You know, there's some things about, like, I own my own business. It's, it's All these brands are under my name. It's uh, Radical Sales. There's a hokey, right? Conrad, Radical Sales. Anyway. I like Radical Sales. Um, I've got all these brands under, underneath one roof, and I own, the, I own my own company, and that, that's what I do. It's nice. I like being my own boss for the most part. Yeah, it's very, uh, it's definitely unorthodox and it's very like, um, it is. you never know what, what could happen, but it's very freeing. It, well, sometimes it's funny because some people go, what do you do? That's you, a job? You're like, radical sales, dude. Yeah, that's a job. Yeah, you don't, well, there's people like me all over this, there's people like me all over the world. It's, you know, I could be selling vacuums. I don't sell vacuums. But you're really, it's like, that's it's just, I just happen to sell something that I like. Yeah, which is awesome. You know? Yeah. I don't, I don't know about a cubicle job for me. It would be a tough one. Be a really tough one. It would have to be the money. The money would have to be right. I remember the last day I was in my cubicle and I was actually smashing the walls. <laughs> I was like freaking out. Like, <laughs> I, like I don't know. Like I was really thinking. Like I had no window, so I, and I was going to work before dark. Oh god! And, and like I get out of work, there's no dark. And I remember in like November, like I'm listening to like way too much Pink Floyd. You know? like, <laughs> I was like I haven't seen the sunlight in weeks. I'm like it gained twenty pounds because like the highlight of my day was going to the fucking vending machine. You're like, hey, you know, this like, what, Anthony? I feel like getting black eyeliner, eyeliner under my eyes. I'm like, oh, you need to get in the sunlight. I just remember freaking out, just banging the walls, like boom, boom, boom. <laughs> and the guy's like, are you okay? In there? I'm like, no. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> and I'm like, I really, like I have like a mini panic attack in the cubicle. Like, I have to go now. <laughs> where, where do you, where do you think you got your outgoing personality from? Because I think you're very outgoing. You're very animated. You're very loud. Uh, I, know, I, I know people like are caught off guard when you speak sometimes because you're almost shouting at them. That's not, cool. not, you're shouting, not being mean, but you're be honest, just loud. I'm shouting because I played bass in a rock band. And my right ear is half deaf, <laughs> and I surf in the winter, so I'm losing. Cart- when you surf in the cold water, your cartilage expands in your ears. Oh man! And so I, I can't hear shit. But that's probably why I'm yelling. <laughs> <laughs> my wife's always telling me to turn down the TV. I'm like, huh? What? Where do you think you got it from? Is there someone else in your family that's like really outgoing and personable uh, and- oh yeah my my grandfathers were, were outgoing um i don't know just i'm an only child i don't know you gotta make friends when you're only child <laughs> you, <laughs> you know? have brothers and you know? sisters to like <laughs> break it in you yeah know? You like you know like you go to the, with the, your brothers and sisters you go to the beach you hang out together i gotta go find a friend as a kid you gotta go find a friend you know yeah yeah um 
I don't know. Just I just embraced it. All right. You know, right. I do better with it. The, the more outgoing I am, the better I seem to do in life. So whatever. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Some people are very intimidated to even speak and like. I know it's like it's I, scary. Yeah, I think people should share and try to be outgoing for sure. There's, you don't have to be fully, but just try to share yourself is always a good thing. Um, all right, worst injury surfing. Are you telling me earlier about someone finning their eye out? Uh, so, someone yeah, finned their yeah. eye out. Yeah, that happens. Um, My so God. surfing can be a kind of aggressive sport. Um, it starts off really sweet and nice, and you go to the beach. But as you get better and advances to more difficult breaks, like uh, we surf places where there's like sheet metal under the water, sharp coral reef, things that you don't want to mess around with. You know, you got to be good. You know what I mean? Like. You don't skate a 16-foot half-pipe if you don't know how to skateboard. It just is what it is. Hell it doesn't end well. But unfortunately, some people in surfing try to. Uh, worst surfing injury was a guy. Uh, he didn't, we were at Point Truth Lighthouse, which is um, a fun wave, but it fills up with Barneys or Kooks. Um, which are just dudes that are Barneys or Kooks. Or they just they suck. <laughs> um, Fair enough. They, you know, you gotta learn how to duck. You gotta learn how to swim before you paddle out an eight foot wave. You say the word hurricane and people get all excited. They come out of nowhere. They want to go surfing. Not the, the worst day to go to learn how to surf is during a hurricane. Not a good time to learn. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, all right, yeah, okay. So I'm, I would never. All I'm gonna say is America trying. is stupid. Yeah, uh, the general population is stupid, <laughs> and they think it's a good idea. Anyway. Don't surf during hurricanes unless you know how to surf. So I'm paddling out. This guy's paddling out. He, uh, he he doesn't know how to duck dive. Duck dive is when you paddle to a wave and you put your board under the wave and pop out the other side. I haven't quite got and it. You have so to be able – if the wave's big, you have to do it. Yeah, because the wave – Otherwise, the going to take you back. backwards. Yeah. The guy doesn't know how to dive, shoots his board backwards, comes back to me, hits me in the face, and his fin cuts me like – he was a centimeter from my eyeball. I would have lost my eyeball. Oh, my God. Um, I've been knocked out a couple times, too, but that's during surf lessons. In the water? Yeah. Apparently, I can breathe underwater. <laughs> I've been knocked out twice underwater. It's fine. <laughs> Did someone have to pick you up? No, nah, I just get up like a minute or two later. I don't know. <laughs> You're like, yeah. Lost funny. an hour of memory. <laughs> I remember some lady was looking at me like, you all right? You were under there for a while. It's <laughs> fucking knocked out. Cart mer- merman. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> merman, dad. <laughs> merman. <laughs> what, so what's the worst injury you've seen not to yourself? I know you mentioned the eye. Ah, fin lacerations. So you got to figure, um, it's usually on like a hollow wave. So everyone's like, oh, get in the tube. In, in, in you when see, it folds over, yeah, so, yeah, so you know. everybody knows. Everybody's seen Hawaii pipeline, or it's you know, in general terms, of the tube, the green room. Yeah, the green when you're in the tube. That's what you. The, what this is so fucking cliche. One of the ultimate goals in surfing is getting in the getting tube. Tube. It's fucking awesome. I think that's in life. I want to always fu- get inside pretty... the the tube. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Where the goals, you, 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 so that's like the best. It's not easy. Everyone thinks, oh, you're just in the tube. You're going for a ride. No bullshit. You're not just going for a ride. You're like you're in the tube. And then you got to fucking it's get out of the tube. Swallow you. You got to get out of the right? fucking thing. Yeah. So um, because well, that'll just bury you, right? <laughs> I've never had it happen. It'll bury you. It'll rip your arms off. And like shoot, the board will hit you in the face. So anyway, you're in the tube. You could fall, right? Or you get sucked over the falls. Yeah. So you get sucked over backwards, flipped over backwards, flipped upside down, hit the bottom. Could be a reef. Board is in there. The board, the fins are sharp. You don't know. You're swirling and spinning underwater. You got to hold your breath. You can get dragged down a hundred yards. You might have to hold your breath for like a minute. Oh my! And the fins are coming at you. So like, that's so people get fucked up every once in a while. Yeah, but on the flip side, you know, paper soft water is pretty soft. 
And honestly, if you skateboarders get hurt, surfers we either get eaten by sharks or drown. Have you ever seen a shark out surfing? Oh yeah. What do you do? You just make sure you stay on the board and. Uh, uh, what well, I, I didn't like it. <laughs> I don't like entering the food yeah. chain from. The, I don't like entering the food chain from the bottom. Yeah, it's nice. It sucks. <laughs> I don't like being on the menu. I'm like the fat weak seal out there, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh shit! Yeah. Look at him. He's paddling around all funny. Let's eat him. Um, so I ran into um, Florida. I, I kicked a shark with my foot. Oh my god! It feels like a cat stung. If you've ever been licked by a cat, that's what shark skin feels like. Um. And I had like a ten foot shark swim between me and my buddy Jimbo on one of our college spring breaks. Jesus, uh, you and I shit in your wetsuits. Nah, I just try to stay calm and just get in. You know, yeah. But the guys in Florida were used to it. I, I, they were like, "Oh, sharks!" You see guys paddling around, missing fingers and shit. Like, fuck this, this stuff. God, <laughs> fuck this. I ain't used to that. I don't want to lose a finger. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like everyone's gonna, like, you know, like this sucks. Like, I, I didn't like marks. It. Yeah, you know, what I mean? like guys like paddling like this with a nub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck this place. I gotta get out of here. Uh, Florida. Yeah. Well, we got great whites out here too, but um, they don't they don't bother you so far. <laughs> You've never seen a shark attack? No. Thank no. God. No, no, that would probably scar me. That's a nightmare. Uh, I've seen whales. I've seen turtles. I've seen seals. I surf the seals all the time. I surf the seals pretty much every time I go out. That's right. They pop up right next to you. They, they like, basically, you sit in the water. It's cold. It's dark out. you got your hood on, so you can't hear shit. Uh, and all of a sudden, the seal comes up, and he's got, like, and they're like I don't know, 700 pounds. Yeah. It's got the, a giant, like, three of my heads, and i got a big dome. Uh, you do have a big head. <laughs> they, sit, they sit up next to you, and they just look at you like, oh, fuck. It's but it's cool. It's cool. You know, it's, do they attack you? Would no, they attack you? not here. I don't know if seals are aggressive. Not Go- here. Hey, Google that. Prove me wrong. Google yeah. me wrong. Isn't that the same? Google me wrong. What do you think? Should we go get some uh, buffalo wings? Uh, yeah, I think it's time. I think it's time to get some. Uh, I think this is all, all you can eat wings. Was so. there? Um, I, how I usually end the podcast is uh, I let you give a shout out to your social media sites. How people can reach you. Things you want to plug. Is there anything you want to be hi- like right well, now? Well, I, I think I already name dropped all my. Do it brands. again, please. Once more. So the brands I do: uh, House of Marley, Vox Footwear, Hyperflex Wetsuits. That's, uh, a, that's a big one if you're into the surf game. Uh, Carver Skateboards, um, Hobie Eyewear, Under Armour Eyewear. Uh, oh, Famous Traction. Sick. Who else? I guess shout out to uh, Monument Snowboards and uh, Vox. Said? Yeah, Vox yeah. Footwear. Rad. I just picked them up the other day. Rad brand. Uh, Narragansett Surf and Skate, also known as The Juice. Hell yeah. Six, um, shop, six shop, good scene. Yeah. That's if there's, um, say there's any shops out there listening, because I, I have people from skate shops listening and stuff, if they want to reach out to you, maybe to carry one of their brands. Oh, so I'm on. easy. So, uh, one, uh, my name's Conrad Furla. F E R L A. Yeah. Uh, so far as I can tell, I'm the only Conrad Furley in the United States. You go on at, Facebook, I'm the only one that exists. So, Conrad Ate Your Cookies. Yeah, so Conrad Ate Your Cookies on Instagram. All right, Conrad Waves at Gmail, like surfing waves, Conrad Waves at gmail.com. Um, you can always reach out to me, find me. Uh, I'm always doing different brands, always doing something fun, always doing events. Yeah, we work uh, a like, lot with the I, I like and... doing events, and you know, uh, it's fun. I am seeing a lot sometimes too, which is fun. You cook, you're the chef, you were the chef today and before, and yeah. So cool. Thank you, Conrad. Thank you, Anthony. You're a rad dude. Thanks. Thank you, and dude. I'm psyched we did this. And it's cool to have a surfer on the podcast. This is the first surfer, man. You might have to get me in touch with some more surfers. Nah, that I can do. If you know any interesting surfers that have cool stories or are really out there, let's get them on the show and uh, 
let people check out the lifestyle even more. It's further. a good lifestyle. All servers are fundamentally the same. We like beaches, rum drinks, and fish tacos. Oh, they're classic people. <laughs> I love all those too. I should technically be a surfer. <laughs> I just don't have this. Doesn't matter where you go in the world. He's like, yeah, bro. Rum drinks, fish tacos, beach. That's cool. <laughs> All right, yeah. So check out at New England Am on Instagram. Please follow that. That's going to be uh, sick. Going to be massive November 22nd at Skater's Ed Skate Park in Taunton, Mass. Um, like I said, Westgate, Barley, Don Pierre, Judges, Shake Shack Sponsoring, House of Marley, DC, uh, Maddox, um, All I Need, Steez, um, Steez, Low Card. Um, there's so many. Filmbot. You'll see it all on the Instagram. Check it all out. Um, thank you for the support. All I need skateboards. All I need skate.com. Just read to the website. Check it out. Um, all I need skate on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, leave us a comment. Give us a follow. Check it all out. Um, also, uh, if you guys could please get, please give us a rating on the iTunes store. It helps out a lot. And uh, leave a comment. I always love reading the comments. It stokes me out. Um, makes me want to keep doing the podcast. You know, every time I hear some positive feedback, it really makes me hyped to get awesome guests on I, I want to say one more thing before we're all done here before we go eat some wings because yeah, we, yeah. we are going to another fundraiser after this <laughs> uh, double fundraiser today, Old Mountain baby. Field OMF Wakefield Rhode Island if you google skateboard at Old Mountain Field you'll see fundraiser um, donate if you want to that's cool yeah you know? if you can if you can kick in you have some extra change and you want to support um, happy creative positive people trying to build something cool that's the place to do it yeah thank you Thank you, guys. Um, oh, yeah, and if you want to reach out to me, at Anthony Shetler on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that bullshit. Um, we love you. Peace. Experience the train. Experience rocking with the re. Black, shine, e, turn off.